You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. Hey, you guys, this is Nikki Trends from Bubble Bath Stories, and I bet you're always wondering, how are we able to come up with stories for our show? We have a little secret weapon, Flipboard.com. Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. So get started now at Flipboard.com. What? What's up? Jinx, you owe me a call. Uh, I said it first. Said- ha ha. I guess we're going to have to keep talking anyways. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, folks? What's going on? Welcome back. Uh, so, I don't know about you guys, but lately, I've been trying to find something new to binge watch on. And you know what's really gotten my attention lately? Mm. All these Gordon Ramsay shows. <laughs> you really do love yourself some Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's actually pretty entertaining to watch him uh, like just go at it with these people that... Yo, customer service is a hard job. Well, talk, first of all, Gordon Ramsay has like 17 shows. He's got this new one. It's called 24 Hours of Hell and Back. I guess it started last year. It's on the second season right now. Okay. And a lot of people didn't know if it was going to keep going or not. But yeah, he basically just does it, it's everything he's always done, but now he's going to do it in a day. I haven't got six months. I've got 24 hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> he keeps saying it, too. Like, he gets paid every time he says it. <laughs> well, because he has to say it. It always has to be a branding experience. Yeah, it's a branding thing, right? Well, no, it's just a brand. Like, it's a script. That's part of the script. Yeah. That's what he has to say. It's been pretty interesting. You've been watching it a little bit with I me. I have though. been watching it with you. And I have to say, nothing about that show intrigued me more than the debt that the restaurant owners are in. Oh like, this gosh. one guy was in $900,000 of debt, and I just couldn't wrap my mind. That's all I was thinking about the whole entire fucking episode. I feel bad for these families that start restaurants, and, you know, then the children are left with it. Yeah. And then the children have no choice, but they have to work in the restaurant. For free, most likely. For free, not getting paid. Like, they don't get to do anything. They have to because it's like, it's your family restaurant, so you have to work there. I feel bad for the kids, yo. And then these workers that don't get paid because these... I just don't understand. So there was one restaurant where the workers weren't getting paid. And yet, I still don't understand why these people don't leave the job. I mean, it's it's really interesting because some of these restaurants are in, like, small towns. Or I guess small town areas. I guess there's not enough work in the areas. Can there really be that little jobs available that you stay at a restaurant that's not paying you? I don't know, but that's what I'm seeing. And like some of these people have been dedicated workers to these restaurants for like years on years on years. But then it's like so for one for instance, there was this one restaurant the the head chef had been there since like the restaurant opened. These new owners came through, didn't change anything. Kept the same Kept the chef. same name, kept the same chef, everything. And then by the end, no, by the middle of the show, he got, the head chef got fired because, like, he wasn't able to do. He wasn't able to do the job. He wasn't keeping up with the stock. He wasn't keeping the place clean. I mean, I've worked in a restaurant before, and I can see how it can be stressful working in that environment, especially the busier you get, the busier you get. And, you know, in any job you get, you get bored, you get eventually everything just starts getting steady and, you know, you let go. Um, 
But I yo, mean, you're handling people's food though. <laughs> like, I mean, these people look really genuinely burnt out. Like they haven't had yeah, they these burned off out. in like years. It's crazy when they pinpoint where the problems come from too. Because, I, I mean, I don't want to sit there and say that they're brain surgeons, but they're handling people's food, yo. Like, if you really do cross-contaminate in the wrong way, you can kill somebody. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even. It, see, I, I'm just very grateful that I've never had to work in a restaurant business. I've checked I don't out, think I would last. I've checked out his uh, show, Hotel Hell, as well. And, man, let me tell you, that makes me really want to take a black light with me when I go anywhere. <laughs> Well, I mean, no. Well, the hotels he's doing are, like, these super intimate boutique places. So I wouldn't stay there anyway. (laughs) Also, what the fuck does he know about a hotel? Uh, I'm pretty sure he's he's got a hotel connected to one of his restaurants. Yo, it is so funny, too, when he goes into these, like, ethnic-style restaurants. And they're looking at him with, like, these family recipes. And he's showing them... How to do their family recipes better than them? <laughs> and like one of these one of these episodes, the guy's like, "What's this? What's this guy gonna show us about a soul food restaurant?" And he looks at them. He's like, "I've opened two soul food restaurants." Yeah, he says it with such like matter of fact. Like <laughs> he's like, I, "I have six Michelin awards in my hot dog shit." But is it cultural appropriation if he rolls into like a black or Spanish owned restaurant? I mean, and there's shows a- them how to. <laughs> There's a there's a uh, there's an episode where he does go into a Mexican restaurant. Right. And it's just funny. He's he's like the fried calamari with the tacos are going to be exquisite. And I'm over here looking at Manny like, is that a thing? Do they do that in Mexico? Like, is that like? What? They're like I, I I think so. The fried clam. I it. I mean, there's beaches in Mexico. <laughs> it's definitely worth watching because you also get. I feel like you're a little more empathetic yeah. toward workers when you see that. I mean, some of them are pretty sad stories. You you really do feel for some some of these people. Um, there's a good amount that are just like, yo, is is just somebody who bought a restaurant because he wanted to be cool. You yeah, know, not gonna work. But you know, check it out. If not, you know, let us know what you think. You think you'd go to one of these restaurants if Gordon Ramsay shows up? I mean, let me tell you, if I'm at eating at a place and Gordon Ramsay shows up. I don't want to eat there anymore. <laughs> he's not there for a good reason. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> All these people, there, he surprises them and they're like, oh my God, Gordon Ramsay, Gordon Ramsay. If I was working there, I'd be like, oh shit. I think my favorite game to play is if the restaurant's still open. Yeah. That's, 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 that's one of my favorites. That, that's a uh, good surprise road trip. <laughs> but you guys should definitely check it out. I know that it's on Hulu and it's probably on all the Fox apps, yeah. aka Disney. Check it. So check it out. Check it When we decided to do a podcast, we were so amped. Then we started doing some research, and boy, were we overwhelmed. A million different host websites. Which mic? When the hell would I have time to learn an editing software? Then, boom, we found Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. And best of all, it is is free. We literally use everything the site has to offer, from intro music to distribution to even making money from sponsorships. So don't get discouraged. Go to anchor.fm slash start and start that podcast you always wanted to.
Oh, speaking of uh, people who are... Uh, in too deep? In too deep. <laughs> so, Manny and I were at a store where they have magazine displays. Yes. And I came across this tabloid that had Aunt Becky's face and Felicity Huffman. And in the, the large font... Yeah. It said, um, disgrace the moms. It's talking about this whole college fraud thing. Because they're the face of it right now. Right. But I got so pissed off. Because I'm like, where the fuck are the fathers? Felicity husband, Felicity Hoff- Hoffman's husband, who plays Frank on Shameless. Who, William um, H. Macy. William H. Macy. <coughs> he's fucking, he's notable. Yeah. He's still working. He's working on a very well-known show. Why yeah. the fuck isn't his face blasted? He hasn't lost I anything. just feel... As though the fathers are just as guilty and the fathers are just as famous, therefore they should be splattered all over that. Have they said if uh, William H Macy was how he was, was not charged? But there's still speculation. I mean, about how what's do you not on. know? You know. But nonetheless, I feel like the universe had heard me, and so I get this alert on my phone from Apple News, in which Dr. Dre's daughter, yeah, truly, that's her name, truly young. Which I guess is a pretty dope name until you're 70. And that's Truly, yeah. She was accepted to the infamous USC. Oh, okay. And I gotta, I gotta say, own? Dr. Dre, I gotta say, motherfuckers in uh, glass houses shouldn't be throwing stones because he... What did Dre say? They, he, they take a picture together, him uh-huh. and his daughter, with her acceptance letter. Yeah. And it says she got in all on her own. Hashtag no jail time. Perfect. That sounds great, right? You're just like, oh, that's Dr. Dre. Yeah. He's so funny. Boom. No later than maybe eight hours, I get another alert. Big, bold letters revealed Dr. Dre donates 70 fucking million dollars to USC for their, like, music arts program. What the fuck is the point of even trying to graduate? Shouldn't she automatically graduate with that? She should not even have to go to class. She should just get the fucking Isn't degree. that like everybody? She should be teaching there. Isn't that like everybody's tuition? That's, yes. That's basically everybody's tuition for four years. So here's what I, so of course, you know, his daughter takes on the post about how she got in all by herself from all her hard work. Dr. Dre takes down his picture that says my daughter got accepted to USC all on her own. No jail time. And then this beautiful heaven sent tweet, it looks like, or possibly Instagram caption that says, dad pushing me to go to USC. I wonder why you pushing her to go to USC, Dre? Why, why is it? Why? Because you donated $70 million dollars. to the motherfucking music arts program. I don't fucking get it. Is USC even a historically black college? No, but it's a very prominent school. And yeah. it's really hard to get into. And okay. it's it's definitely the top tier school for all of these Hollywood kids I mean, to go to. But I mean, here's yeah. my fucking problem. I'm not taking away from this girl's merit. I'm sure she's a great student. I'm sure she could have gotten in by herself. I just think that you shouldn't fucking be throwing stones at people when you donated 70 mil. That's not even like... What they pay to scan the school 
isn't even a fraction of what the fuck you donated for a whole program. I mean, this just reminds me of, uh, I was listening to Killer Mike's go off on somebody one time on a morning show. I forget which one. But he was talking about how... Oh, Breakfast Club. Yeah, okay. So he was talking about how, you know, we invest all this in these historically academic schools. Um, but, you know, we have schools that are actually teaching our people. So, like, let's say for this example, historically black schools. I mean, with $70 million, wouldn't that bring any school's music program up to par with something? Absolutely. Why not just bring it up to a historically black school and send your daughter there? Absolutely. Or just give it to That's a, a really school or a school that could use that, you know? You that mean, type like, of money would, public school? Exactly. That type of money would bring any school's music program up to par with whatever USC is doing. Yeah. That that seventy million dollars could fucking fund music programs all over America. Why USC? What makes them so 70 special? Seventy million. No offense, I'm sure they're great, but I'm saying what makes them so special that you got to push your daughter there? That you got to pay seventy million dollars when tuition is only like a percentage of that. I mean, listen, I get donating to a music program because it's not uh, the most popular. It's definitely a dying elected. But like you said, why not donate it to a historically black school? Why not donate it to school like um, elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, public schools that really could benefit, where the children could actually benefit from this? Or, I don't know, help out Detroit? Help out Michigan? Help out motherfuckers who need it no like how about that's, it to me it just feels like such a waste to give it to a prominently rich school i mean is her is his daughter She's not merited fall. enough in herself to be accepted to the school i mean that it costs 70 million dollars to get her in and i'll post this picture i'll post this picture up but the girl doesn't even look too happy like i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna sit here and say she's dumb but like is she not smart enough to get into usc on her own I just feel... I know there's a lot against her, but she's Dr. Dre's daughter still. And nobody would even know she was Dr. Dre's daughter. Yeah, I mean, if you... There's, there's things you can do with that don't cost you $70 million. You just You could say, I'm Dr. Dre's daughter. You know, I'm sure that can help in some way. Not I'm sure again. $70 million wouldn't cost isn't the ticket, though. She also and has is, another... Why? Why? She also has another post that I believe she took down. It's a picture of her, and it says, All my hard work paid off. I'm going to film school. I, I don't it, know if I would want to go to a school that my parent paid all that money for. I, I, I don't I think feel, I would feel like I got in on my own merit. Is it me or does it feel like we're coming to a horizon where the name of the school isn't going to count as much as what you're actually bringing to the table? I mean, it's just... It just sucks. It really sucks. It really sucks for these kids. Yeah. It sucks for these kids because... Like, you are always going to second guess whether you did it for, if you got in by yourself or really was because your fucking father's name along with who, um, Jimmy Levine's name is on the building for arts and technology. (laughs) Oh, man. So, I mean, now on the other side of the coin, though, there's also companies that are trying to. Oh, my God. Yeah. So let's talk about this for a second. So Nike is enthralled in this whole uh, NCAA um scandal where one of their employees um sorry where one of their employees was basically bribing high school students and uh, high school allegedly athletes, right allegedly high school athletes and their families to go to these schools where i guess 
Nike sponsors them or like has relationships with them. And so of course, in in this time of greed, Michael Aveni, who is um what's that the process Stormy name? Daniels. Stormy Daniels uh lawyer. Yeah. Homeboy had the nerve to try to extort Nike for twenty million dollars. And now he is in a jail cell, I believe, charged with extortion. <laughs> yeah, he's been charged three hours ago from this recording. Um, it's just funny because there, it's it, it was a connection they were trying to make back in 2018 to, um, it was Adidas. They were actually caught for bribing high school athletes and their families to attend the universities that their brand is associated with. Um, it was a former executive that was doing it. And so I guess that's what he was trying to connect them with, saying, oh, yeah, they were doing the same thing. Um, whether or not he was convicted three hours ago or not, whether he was telling the truth, I mean, it's kind of hard not to believe that, that something like that is happening, though. I mean, absolutely. I mean, here's many... what Nike said. Yeah. Um, he, he was trying to force Nike to pay up by threatening to use his ability to garner publicity to inflict substantial financial and reputable harm on the company if his demands were not met. You're not doing this because you're trying to help somebody. You're fucking being greedy because you didn't get what you wanted from the whole Stormy Daniels Stormy thing. Daniels, yeah. And if you really, this is how I know you're dumb and you should never represent anyone ever again. If you fucking thought Nike doesn't have top tier lawyers on retainer and you thought you were going to get away with this, you're dumb. You're basic. Yeah. (laughs) You're just plain a basic. Like, honestly, yeah. We already know that Nike uses sweatshops in Indonesia. You think we don't already know they're up to other stuff and you don't think they're not going to try to protect those skeletons? I mean, but even... Even if they that's are? That's hearsay. Well, if no, they that's are. not hearsay. I'm sure they are using tiny hands in Indonesia. But what I'm saying, this whole bribing athletes to go to these universities, like, you have no fucking proof of that. You have no proof. But what I'm saying is, if even if you did... Exactly. You think you yourself who just tried going up against the government, didn't work, can go up against Nike, who's not the government, and who has freedom. <laughs> I mean... All over the world. <laughs> retainer, retainer, retainer. Like, who the... F- like, Nike was probably looking at them. Nike, because Nike is actually a person. Nike is probably looking at them like, the fuck is you stupid? <laughs> bam Extortion. Yeah. You're going to jail. So... <laughs> I don't know. It's just not looking like a good time to go to college if your parent is a somebody. <laughs> I mean, let's hope that uh, in the coming years, the the people who should be this is going, a cautionary tale. Yeah, it's like, a cautionary tale. Who who knows what's coming up in the future? Like, what's the education system going to be like? I mean, I hope this changes. We it. have hope, a broken education system. Yeah, very broken. We're we're. Double digits when it comes to reading, double digits when it comes to, and I'm talking rankings, double digits when it comes to math, reading, everything. Like, and we still have a stronghold on the world, so it makes you wonder what type of stronghold that is we have, you know? I don't, at this point, I don't think it's, I think it's weakening by the moment. Um, The next election's coming up, and it's going to be a lot of (laughs) 18-year-olds. So let's see what happens, you know? But right now, you know... Pick your schools the right way. Yeah, congratulations to Truly Young. Yeah. Um, If you're going to school and you deserve it, good for you. Good for you. If you're going to school and you don't, (laughs) I guess you'll deal with it. You'll deal with it when it comes to you. (laughs) 
Anyway, guys, we want to hear everything that you think about what it is that we talked about today. From Gordon Ramsay to Dr. Dre to skeezy lawyers trying to extort big companies for $20 million. Let us know. Get us on IG. I'm at Got No Time For This. And you guys can catch me on IG at Nikki Trends. And if you want to just talk to us because we're just wonderful people, you can catch us at Bubble Bath Stories on both IG and Facebook. Thanks, you guys. Bye. Bye.